All right, welcome to Church and Other Drugs, Quarantine Edition, Day Seventeen. Uh, I'm not, I'm not clear on the dates actually. My name's Jed. My name is Brad. My name is Brad. Um, Brad yeah. is. We were just talking about how Brad is a, a polarizing voice on the show. You either you either love him or you hate him. That's correct. That's what we were saying. I did say character, though. What did I say? Not a voice. You said a voice. Oh. That's true. I guess you are a character. So, <laughs> well, I'm playing a character. I think you're polarizing strictly because you've come on the show when you are when you hmm, how do I put it delicately for me, Brad? How do I when you were fucked up? <laughs> I come on the show, however. Exactly. Which that which I which, you I, me. I, I <laughs> which that that I appreciate. You come as you are. But there were, I think, really the only time, the, I've never gotten complaints. The only, the only, I did get one. Um, there was one time when you were just spouting some very, opin, like very strongly opinionated fundamentalist Christian views that, uh, which I don't even think, which you didn't even really believe. But at the time, you were saying them as if it was the have all, be all, end all truth. Right. Well, I remember that. Yeah, you know, my bad. Whatever. <laughs> I, I think that, like, you know, whatever it is that I may have said, <laughs> I could, I could do like the whole the Donald Trump thing. He'd be like, "Look, you know, I don't know if I believed it or I didn't believe it. I'm not going to say I stand behind it. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm I said not, it. I'm not you even going to say it I said you want. it. Yeah, you take it how you want. It's there. You know, go listen to it." I don't know. I think this. I think this interview is over. <laughs> You're fake news. He's so good at that, but it's. Yeah. I can't believe that because even Fox News just did this recently. I can't believe we we're really at a point where the people in charge of like the media can re- like a, a a a actually accepted defense is just like. I mean, I didn't say I never said that. And it's like we have recorded evidence of you saying that, but you can still just be like, I didn't say that. That wasn't me. And it's like, okay, yeah, dude. moving well, on. I mean, deep, deep fakes, you know? That's true. Deep fakes are scary. Have you ever even seen Donald Trump in person yet with that's your a, own eyes? That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could I very well be a robot. A robot, yeah, like an AI. Yep. And sometimes he just kind of glitches out. Heavy on the artificial. Artificial. Uh, so well, you're, how many day, how many days <laughs> off of Suboxone are you on? Uh, I don't know, maybe ten or something. About ten. It was uh, like last Friday, not this last Friday, but the Friday before last. Excuse me. So how are you feeling? Or I guess, great, give, I guess give. Well, I guess I guess to to give further give. As best you can, give like a brief summation of like what you were doing in in secret, I guess we'll say, and like what happened, and you know what I'm saying. Give catch people up to speed if you can. Well, I don't remember what the last thing people heard was. Well, I think the last thing like was that like I had tapered off the box and like the last time, you know. Yeah. And and then, I, well, what happened was I was living in a situation that I was, you know, not happy with. And so, <clears throat> you know, I, I needed drugs to, like, make me feel happy. Um, but once I got out of that situation, 
things changed a lot and it wasn't, you know, it's, I'm just trying to figure out how to live my life in a way that actually makes me happy, you know? So that's what, and you know, who I am on my own without other people inserting their own, um, doctrines or, or beliefs into, you know, what I believe I can incorporate things, but I'm, I don't know if I'm making a lot of sense. I'm trying to figure out like where I stand. Um, and that's, that's what it is. No, that, well, yeah. Cause I think, I think a, uh, a common thread and it kind of, I mean, it's not just unique to you, but it's like, people go through they meet mentors or they meet people whom with whom they identify with like an ideal of what they want to be and like okay so I'll emulate that and you right. you tend to go like full method tilt into it right so where it's like you and it might just be a way of like how you um I mean, it might be beneficial. It, it's like you take fake it till you make it to like the nth degree where it's just like you you no longer let yourself question these things. And then it seems like the bottom falls out and then you're like, oh, okay. It's like you're, I guess you, it's really just like a long period of, of deconstruction, for lack of a better word, of like what you really, you know, believe. And then like factor in like drugs on top of that, Suboxone being one that I definitely think uh, kind of changes your personality. Um, oh, big time, dude! It, I, that's actually what I'm, I'm writing a paper. My research paper right now is on uh, Suboxone and like uh, medication replacement therapy. That's cool. Dude. Like, I inspired you to like write a paper. And I, yeah, can I'm I gonna. Like... <laughs> can you be the subject? Well, because see, this is the yeah. thing about Subox. Like all the and I'm you know I have to go through all these uh, scholarly articles and like if you would just like on paper. Suboxone is is the bee's knees wonder drug. There's nothing better than this thing out there. And it's just like, ugh, I don't know, man. I'll tell you this, Jed. Suboxone is a really good drug. Sure. Um, however, I think that um, it's very, I mean, it's misused and um, misrepresented and misunderstood by mostly everyone doctors um, especially doctors and patients alike you know um and then also i think that it was designed i mean in a i think the company that put it out you know they i mean i know they put out false information you know they told the doctors that the naloxin is like what prevents you from getting high or something that's like the the prevail the prevalent like views that like you can't get high on it because naloxone's in it and yeah so like, with the what the the for for the layperson like uh buprenorphine which is in suboxone by itself can still get you high or it's still abusable so what suboxone is is they paired it in a four to one ratio with this drug called naltrexone and that is in in theory is supposed to prevent people from shooting it up or, or snorting it. But Brad, how were you doing your Suboxone? Oh, I was shooting it up. Okay. Because, <laughs> but I'll tell you, it's because um, buprenorphine has a stronger binding affinity for for the um, 
for the MU receptors than naloxone does. So it, 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 before the naloxone can even do anything, um, the suboxone, um, you know, does its thing. Yep. It, it's, it's, it's hard to explain if you don't know, but, you know, as long as you're just shooting suboxone, you're good to go. I yeah. guess fentanyl would probably be good too, because I think fentanyl has stronger binding uh, than Narcan. That's, that's why so many people die from it. Yeah, um, naloxone is what's in Narcan. Yeah, very good. Right. Um, right. So naloxone is Narcan, and they put Narcan in the box. And then, anyway, I don't know. I think we're going off on a tangent here, but yeah, I was, I was, what, what, what I would end up doing is the, the, the weird thing about Suboxone is that you can like, you can get high on it for a little while, but it, it stays in your system for, say it has a 72 hour half-life. Now I have my doubts about that. I think it's probably more like 36 hours or something, maybe yeah. 24. Um, but you know, once you, once you take, you know, take it for you know maybe a week or two it just builds up and you don't get high off of it anymore um and then you're just like like a different person but you feel normal and you have all these side effects you know like no no sex drive a, a very general like did you you did you you cried a lot too huh i cried when i came off of it a lot um but it seemed like my I main- Go ahead. Sorry. Well, my main side effects were it enabled me to sleep for 12 hours a day. Yes. Um, and I could drink like a fifth of liquor without getting and drunk. Not get, and not get drunk. You know, it's just like, side of, and, you know, you sweat a lot, you get bloated. I never so digest I, your food. I never, I never <laughs> knew that. So, like, they actually prescribe naloxone and naltrexone now for alcoholics, right? Because I never knew. Because when I was on subs for that like two or three years, and I was that's like when I was living on um, in Spanish Town, and I would drink all the time, and I was like, I'm. I thought I was just like some bad. I was just like, alcohol right. didn't even do nothing to me. But it was like I would drink so much, and I would not feel anything. But at some point, I would just black out. I guess because I was just so drunk, but it, there's no euphoria from it. It was the worst. And then I found that out, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why I never – so maybe I could have been well, an alcoholic, but I was just on subs. Well, I was thinking, I guess um, they say that in alcoholics, like a um, you know an alcohol addict's brain, that when they drink, it actually – releases some type of opiate um in your brain who says that where where are you getting that um i'm not saying i don't believe it i'm getting this from just in my brain when i say they say i have no idea that i've heard (laughs) that when you when an alcoholic drinks actually jordan peterson said that that's where i heard that he's a psychologist with a doctorate (laughs) dude there's my source how, speaking and of which, he, and he he studied Carl Jung a lot too. So he, I mean, Carl Jung was was a uh, you know the main reason I think that you know AA took off because they had one this of. real. Well, I mean, dude, Carl Jung, you know, writes a forward in your book or wherever he put it. 
He's the one who wrote the doctor's opinion, right? It's, it's pronounced Jung. Oh, whatever, dude. No, I'm not. pretty sure it's Jung. It's, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Jungian psychology. Yeah, no, it's called but, Jungian. Jungian. No, wait. Before you move off, uh, before you move off, Jordan Peterson. How about hit? You remember reading about him going his like crazy benzo addiction <laughs> that he had to go to rehab in Russia for? Well, I heard about that, and I felt bad for him. Really. What, what do you think that was about, though? Like, why do you think, like, because in my mind, there was more to that story because cause they were saying something like, he tried treatment in North America and nothing worked. And I was like, what, dude? Like, benzo treatment is, like, very straightforward. Like, what are you talking about? It doesn't work. Like, you just taper off. Like, why did you have to go to Russia? So I felt like there was more to the story that he wasn't saying. I would think that if you had to go to Russia, it was probably because, I mean, when you're rich, you know, you can just leave rehab and mm. you know i think maybe that's all i can think of was that maybe it would just be more oh. difficult for him to like get out and do benzos <laughs> so he yeah that's to go a to good Russia point because he's a millionaire you know maybe maybe he <laughs> was like maybe he was on that phenobute and he had to go straight to the source the russian scientist that made it no dude i get my phenobute straight from china and that's why i got the coronavirus before everyone else I really think Bring you up. did have it. <laughs> Dude, I'm still sick. I'll tell you this, man. I have a fear that we're going to find out, especially if this is a some type of biological weapon, that this coronavirus thing, I mean, you know, and there's some other viruses that you, like, never get rid of. I don't know if you've heard of them. One of them's HIV. <laughs> <laughs> But they have others, you know, I think hepatitis C is one. What if you don't get over it, you know? And they were – because I remember – all right, I got sick um, before everyone got locked down. Yeah, that was about four weeks room. ago. Right, I went to the emergency room twice and got breathing treatments, antibiotics, and all that stuff. And um, I was having trouble breathing at night. I almost, like, felt like I was suffocating. <laughs> And <clears throat> and you coughed yeah, that was, so. That was, I was on the phone with you. You you started a coughing fit so bad that you started throwing up. Oh that was yeah, disgusting. Because I, I had you on my Bluetooth in my car, and I'm driving to work, and I just hear like very visceral sounds of you just vomiting, like. And you were oh, crying fun. too. That was all. I wish I I should have recorded that because you're just like. Yeah, and this is coming through my car speaker, so I'm just like, what the fuck? It's like seven thirty in the morning. Okay? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I was detoxing too, but I'll tell you, uh, I the the point I was trying to make was that, um. They said at that time, after I was two weeks out, they were like, yeah, man, I mean, some people are saying you can have it for like two weeks. And now people are saying, oh, dude, people are saying you can have it for like four weeks. So, I mean, they don't know how long you can have it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no one knows. It's a new virus. It could be a permanent thing. If it's a biological weapon, I would think it would be better than what they described it as, which was like some weak virus that you get over in two weeks and kills 1.5% of the people that get it. Yeah. You that, know, which would be like 3 million Americans, I guess. <laughs> but that, you know, that's, that's a sucky number. 
yeah, but I, mean, I think it may be worse than that. I also think there will be permanent lingering effects. I that's just my kind of feeling. I'm worried about that. Well, they do. Wanna, they they are saying that like survivors have like a permanent twenty percent reduced lung capacity. That's like one of the lasting effects they're noting so far. No, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm. That's still significant. Coughing. Yeah, significant. Yeah, that's significant. Yeah. But you're also still like. I mean, they're also saying. Huh? Yeah, they're also saying there there are uh, neurological um, side effects too. Like what? Uh, confusion and uh, like dementia like things that can happen. Well, that'd probably be from like hypoxia, huh? Like, just if, if you if you are like if your oxygen's reduced that much, you're gonna start getting like brain death. No, they were saying swelling of the brain, like encephalitis. Oh so shit! It wouldn't, it wouldn't it wouldn't be from it's an it's an infection that travels to the brain. Um, it's not from a lack of oxygen. I mean, maybe that's related, but that, they're saying the virus goes into the brain. I'm, I guess <clears throat> it can. And when I say they, I mean an article I read on the internet and did not source. So (laughs) that's what, and that's what I'm, (laughs) that's what I'm having to, that's what I'm having to do for this damn paper. Which let me tell you how much I don't feel like doing any kind of school. Like this is the worst part about this pandemic is that like I, I have to continue. um, And it's of course it's all about me, but. I have to act as if nothing is wrong, and I have to concentrate on having to figure out how to do MLA bibliography <clears throat> citations right now. Like, come on, dude. I'm trying to, like, I need to go, like, practice sharpshooting and, like, hunting and trapping, not quoting fucking science articles. Right. It's like, how are you even going to access those whenever the internet goes down? Exactly. So, all right, well, we can, we can, um, this is, this is, this is just going to be an episode now because we're, we're rolling. So <laughs> what, I mean, lay on your, uh, lay on your conspiracies, my friend. Oh, well, I, um, thought that <clears throat> my big thing is I think that, um, this, Shoot, I don't even know, man. I was one of the conspiracies was that um, they were going to have to bail out our economy because we were looking at another crash like 2008, where they spent 700 billion dollars pumping it into the uh, the banks that were failing and the different um, companies that were failing. They spent 700 billion in 2008. It was like the biggest bailout. It was unprecedented. So then, thanks to the coronavirus, now we're spending you know, two or three trillion dollars to, you know, pumping all this money into the economy. It made me feel like there was something else going on beyond this virus. Um, uh, and that, that was strange to me. And then it also concerns me that they're pumping all this money into the economy because I believe that in the short term it's going to boom the economy really crazy, but I feel like it's possibly um, – the last, like, it's like basically like when your car is running out of gas and you're trying to go up a hill and, like, you know, it's kind of sputtering and then you get to the downhill and you're coasting and you're like, we're good, but there's another hill coming up. Like that kind of deal where, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like the system that's been set up is really working well. Um, and we probably it's are gonna not. Have to move to something. We're going to have to move to something different. 
Right. Which um, is, why do you think? Well, this is this is why do you think? I kind of talked to Tyler about this last night. Why do you think fundamental Christians are latching so hard onto things like the five G conspiracy and like or you know this this is the one world government thing and like just like denying the you know like you got that that pastor in in central in baton rouge just like you know why why do you think christians are being so stupid like fun a certain sect of christians why do you think they're being so stupid about this or and what do you, when you say stupid what do you mean sorry, yeah. like you... um why are they being so untrusting you mean they think they're looking for you're saying they're looking at these alternate explanations but well yeah when i saw the 5g thing i thought you know i just thought it was baloney i I feel like um i feel like people are still stuck on something that they i mean they this 5g thing's been in the air for a long time they're saying oh well they're trying to ramp up 5G production. They're going to put up all these towers while everyone's, you know, stuck in their house. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they can put up towers while we're out. They don't right. care. Did, did you, people, they just, you know. Did you see in the UK people to, have actually been burning those towers down? Well, I mean, that's cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you need 5G. <laughs> so arsonists or, like, conspiracy theorists and arsonists have literally torched 5G towers in the UK. So at least I can, and I, I've been talking about this too. I can respect, um, I respect the game if you are about that life. Like it's one thing to sit there on the computer and be like, five G's killing us. It is a whole nother thing to torch a five G tower because you are about that life. Well, I think that we've got a, a really cool quote going on. So it's like Brad's opinion on arson. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When pressed about his opinion on arson, Bradford Collins responded, that's cool. Yeah, it would be like, in quotations, dot, 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 that's cool, period. <laughs> Run quotations. it, print. Yeah, that's print cool. it, that's cool. Burn it down. Burn it down. Oh, I, I want to say this, too. It's, all right, this is what, I, and I saw you do this, Jed. Please don't do this. Um. I've seen people in, in on Facebook, right? They're like, bro, China, they locked this thing down. They handled it. What's oh, no, up, my, my North Korea. Yeah, North Korea, zero cases. Come on, guys. Can we get it together? It's like, so you guys are now, you're begging for a dictator or an authoritarian government. Like, Oh, my just... God. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> This is so stupid. Because all right, because that was an obvious. This is my. This was. I've just looked up the post in question. That it's an obviously fucking joke. I said I don't understand why the world doesn't just copy whatever North Korea is doing. There are zero cases over there. What a blessing! And this chick literally commented, "Say it louder for the people in the back." Three. I know, dude. What are you kidding me, dude? Like you idiot. You're on blast, chick. Whoever you are. Ooh, you've been blasted by Jed. That's like, do people, like, how many, what percentage of people do you think really think I'm serious? Obviously, a, a few. lot of people. <laughs> well, because they're posting the thing about China. It's like, dude, when your president, China has a president, but he has basically like. He's a god. He has unlimited power. So yeah. 
when you have one guy making all the decisions for the country, it's going to be a quicker response in this specific situation, you know? Yeah, and they, Maybe they, they understood and they, that and when they, they released this biological weapon. Yeah, I'm, I, dude, your your corona laugh sounds awful. <laughs> oh, dude, I think I might have pneumonia, man. Well, that's... Um, I'm going to have to go back to the emergency room. And I've been, you know, it sucks. But whatever, it's it's fine. I'm... Yeah, I mean, what possible... I don't, I, I don't, I'm not even... I'm just looking at the weird things you know the weird things that have been happening uh since then like uh hey how about those how about those mass shootings that completely went away well right i mean it's kind of that's because you can't mass shoot someone if there's not a mass of people exactly exactly (laughs) i I guess i need to look at the stats they did say the stats of like (laughs) of like uh domestic violence and all that and suicide and divorce are like skyrocketing Dude, what do you think? I mean, I what was, do you think? Let's let's wax poetic about like the long term effects of this shit. I like, what's gonna? That, do you think? Do you think people are gonna be xenophobic now and like agoraphobic and like no one's gonna want to go? Like, there's we're developing like a fear of each other. I don't know, dude. I this is really, I mean, it's really hard to say. I I think that there's a good chance that. You know, life is never going to be the same again. Um, that's 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 what I think. I can't really speculate on exactly what's going to happen. Um, but we're not even like the, we're not even close to um, the end of this. If what doctors believe about the coronavirus uh, is true. Well, this... Which was that 94 million people in America are going to get it, and 1% of those are going to die. I mean, we're not even close to the end of it. Well, um, that's why it's going to be interesting because people's, you know, and we'll, we'll look at the download numbers just to see, but people's uh, people's news, because it's like we, we have a culture and a media where the news cycle runs so fast and we have such ADD when it comes to caring about things and like people are already fatiguing or i i anticipate the the peak fatigue of of coverage for this is gonna occur very soon and so what happens when people are over it but the problem is not gone i don't know man i think that um it's i'm i was very surprised by how um well people are handling, you know, like losing their jobs in mass and, uh, you know, not having money to pay their rent and stuff and having to abide by a curfew and, and all these different things. I I was really surprised by how easily, um, people kind of like slipped into that just like no big deal. And then they started begging for us to be more like China on Facebook, unironically. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, this yeah. looks like crazy to me. I don't get it well, at all. I do I'm not get saying it. we're perfect. <laughs> I do get it because I think deep down, like, we, we, it's like the flaws in our society are coming 
showing through where you have like this it's just dude it's an exhausted workforce and everyone just wants a fucking vacation yeah that's true too you know what i'm saying this this is like a literal mandate for what people have been wishing for like are you kidding me like oh i you know on the positive side this could because i don't know a lot about economics um i just i i tend to lean on the negative but it's also possible that this could really fix the economy and um, energize the people, um, and 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 that it could uh, it could re- it could really um, create prosperity. It's possible. Um, it could go a lot of different ways. <clears throat> yeah. What do you think well, about lot- the? What well, and I think what people. It is going to be interesting when the economy demands things that when when they demand again things that we now know are not necessary like we found out exactly how many people can just work from home going to an office is apparently pointless for a right. lot of people okay so <laughs> how are you the doctor's office is pointless pointless telemedicine so like how are they going to go <laughs> back and be like hey oh yeah so you need to it's like the the arbitrary nature of our nine to five Monday through Friday work schedule is really showing its face. And it's like, Oh, so like you mean this whole factory industrial revolution society that we built around is like irrelevant now, but like we've just been still doing it because we all agreed that we have to, or the people in charge like agreed that this was necessary. Like, Oh, okay. And now I got to go back to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? That, Tell yeah. me why. Right. That's a good point. I mean, um, I've been saying no one should work for a long time. <laughs> well, no, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. People, but, but it's like people people can work in different ways. Like the, yeah. the status quo of what we've been doing is obviously largely a facade. Yeah, well, but that's, you know, really been – I mean, I don't want to sound like like a snob or anything, but like that's been very obvious to me since I was like real young. I think it's been obvious to everyone, but it's been one of those like, but what are you going to do about it? It's the reason like you, there's no revolts in the street because everyone's got freaking student loan debt, which is another interesting thing that every so they're talking all this sort of forgiveness, but but like that the student loan. That, to me, is such an obvious suppression tactic just by the fact that in times like this, they're not even – they're like, oh, yeah, we'll defer payments for like a month or two, but like that's it. You're still you're still paying that money. You are still a wage slave as far as that goes. Like you ain't, you ain't getting away with that. That's our, that's our bread and butter and keeping you in line. Well, you know, this money that they're giving out, this isn't a um, gift. You know, everyone who gets – um, money from the government is just getting a loan until next tax season. That's this not true. Like that is true. It this is, is not loan. true. You don't have to pay it back. You don't have to pay it back. <clears throat> no, the first draft of it you would have, but this one, no, you do not. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, but okay, so they're just going to print three trillion dollars and exactly. give it to everybody. And exactly. They're not going to raise the minimum wage, and everything's going to double in price. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and then I mean, people it's, are going to be like, I don't need products anyway. Screw products. Like, I don't need a new phone. My phone works fine. It's like a lot of the, the capitalist 
type stuff is kind of exhausting and um, just like, you know, you're not just a wage slave, but you're also competing with all the other wage slaves because there's a limited pool of money. And now they're just adding a shit ton of money to the pool, which all of the poor people are going to spend up and it's going to be in the corporation or in somebody else's hand. I mean, there may be an opportunity. There's definitely a lot of opportunity that's going to rise out of this. And, and there, I think a lot of people can make a lot of money and, and become wealthy or rich. Or I just haven't really found an idea yet. I was thinking if I had cash right now and a, and a way to store it, I would just buy as much gas as I could. It's a dollar thirty-eight a gallon. If I could just buy $30,000 worth of gasoline, you know, by the time the price jumps back up, <clears throat> well, that's you're what doubling the, your money. You didn't see how uh, Trump bought up like ninety million barrels of oil when it was like at, at eighteen or nineteen dollars a barrel. He was like, "We're going to use this time to to stockpile." Anyway, oil's such a joke too. There's so much of it. <laughs> well, I was thinking. I also, you know, I, I told you this too. I thought that, um, like. Uh, the only things that are going to hold their value are real estate and precious metals and things with a tr- with intrinsic value. Um, like, <clears throat> I think over the next five years, most things will cost more than they do now at an accelerated, a greatly accelerated rate. Um, I mean, I, I think that that people are going to be looking at living. Um, that, like that people's wages aren't going to catch up to the inflation. And, I mean, they're already not catching up to inflation. Um, the minimum wage hasn't been raised in too long. I yeah, think. that's – I mean, that's that's the, the logical <clears throat> end of capitalism is that the, the workers can no longer pro, uh, afford the products produced. Therefore, like, right. it just ends. Exactly. And that's where we're – it's – yeah, the, the whole – it does. I, oh, so I mean, do you think what are the chances that this is like? So I was talking to Tyler too about how we're also about to have like the uh, thirteen and seventeen year cicadas come at the same time. They're predicting a higher than average tropical hurricane season this year. All those earthquakes in Utah and uh, Idaho and California. It's like, what are the chances uh, this is the end of the world? Jesus. <laughs> for Thank like what and, and at what point it, it's like at what point do we say like um because you know it's where it's like there will always be wars and rumors of wars there will always be this that and the other and like you know don't be worried about it it's like at what point are we going to be like oh wait this is it we're in it like this is this is this is what's going down well i don't i i am not sure that i believe in the um I mean, like the rapture or whatever. No, I don't. I don't either. But, but the or at what point do we accept that we are in? Or maybe, maybe we're too conditioned by movies and media and and novelizations of how the end. It's like, it, like, what if 
like I'd be interested to read like firsthand accounts of like people that lived through the collapse of the Roman Empire, and it's like, at what point did they realize that like, oh, this is the empire dying? Like, is that you know, is it possible we're going through something like that? And it all it has all oh. like throughout history, it's always been usually start kicked off by a plague of some kind. I think we're right on, right on course with the Roman Empire. You know, as far as like, if you looked at um, if you look at what happened to them in the end, it was like they elevated their chefs to like celebrity status, and they, you know, spent a lot of time in the coliseums and did a lot of entertaining and partying and drinking and eating and things like that. I mean, we're already doing all that, and there's like lethargy. Um. I bet they even had homosexuals too. Yeah, people started getting it on with like other people of their same sex. And it was like, can you imagine? Symptom of their depravity. Jeez, can you imagine? Thank God. I'm just kidding. I don't know if. I mean, if you, I, I have gay friends, so <laughs> you know. Um, I have you know, gay I, black friends. I've done some gay stuff. You know, I'm that not, is it. I, I'm that is true. Tell the story. <laughs> neutral. neutral. I do know the story. Which story, dude? I got a lot of gay stories. I've only heard I was, the one. I was really out there, Jed. All right, I don't want to hear any more. <laughs> I'm sorry, I even brought I'm it. Talking about full on log jamming, Jed. No, dude, stop <laughs> it! Stop! 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 stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's late in the episode. You can get more. You know, cause that's true. Yeah, if if, if you've made it this far, you're in. Um, yeah. that's <laughs> well, dude. Sorry. No, but but it's like I, I I get. I think I I don't know. I mean, I, that I know it's my personality type of just being pessimistic, and I see so much wrong with the world, and I'm just not one of those that I think it can be fixed. So I guess I'm just like. I know the collapse is coming, so like, let's just get it over with. Or I, I think it is though. Like, mean, like we have, like, since we were teenagers, have just always seen the flaws in the system as it the the north. I guess we'll just call it the North American capitalistic society, and like we've seen the flaws in it, and we disagreed with it, and that's kind of why we did drugs. That's why we started to be countercultural and all that and then eventually we had to just sign up and play the game like everyone else but we still know it's bullshit so maybe this is like a glimpse or maybe this is like a wishful thinking that like oh okay finally people are waking up to the fact that we have some problems yeah I mean I, I, I yeah I don't know I mean if you really want it to be over with and you're about that life then you should be Stop it. Streets. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Easy. Our FBI agent's listening. Okay, you're right. You're right. I mean, they, they've they already killed me, dude. You know, so. That's true. Well, everyone already had. my youth, dead. This was, this was one of my favorite ones. So everyone already had coronavirus in them, right? And they gave it to us in, like, corn syrup. And, uh, <laughs> no, no, hold on. And the 5G just activates it. Oh, no. Yeah. Bet you didn't know that, dude. So we've all got coronavirus. It just has to be activated. That's a deep one, dude. That's deep. I don't know that you can really back that up with anything, but that's Articles. Scary. I read them. I read that. That's what I did. Like, the first thing I saw, I went to this guy 
you know, there's these sensationalist um, YouTubers that I get. Sometimes I'll watch them for entertainment purposes. <clears throat> but I just wanted to see if, like, what this guy was saying was on par with kind of what I was seeing. And they were going off on this 5G tangent. And I really am not impressed with that theory. I think it's kind of, like, dumb. <laughs> it is. It is. It really like, is you're dumb. you're still thinking about 5G? Like you know, yeah that that's been a that's been a tired. It's like they that that yeah, dude. It's it's up there with 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 flat Earth at this point, where it's just like, come on, it's dude. The beer. Yeah, yeah. So but, some some positive news. Just I'm just uh, I'm scrolling the the COVID nineteen positive news. So uh, Ying 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 and Lele the pandas. Uh, they've been trying to mate for over a decade, unsuccessful. Pandas are notoriously hard to breed in captivity. Um, they are getting it on during the lockdown. First successful mate since they've tried over a decade ago because there's no more visitors. So they're like, oh, they just needed some privacy, I guess. But they are banging and baby pandas are coming. That's nice, dude. That's you heard how the, the earth is also vibrating less? The earth is vibrating less? Yeah, the earth's crust is vibrating significantly less. Well, maybe Mother Nature is just like, oh, you, you need my energy to survive? Well, I'm about to shake you off my back like a case of bad fleas. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. Like, the like the natural world is, like, thriving, dude. There's, they're, they're finding, like, once thought endangered. There's, like, this endangered civet species that they found just walking around the street on camera now that they thought was fucking extinct and... Uh, like swarms of monkeys are retaking India. Uh, all these like dolphins are returning places. Godzilla came back to Japan. I saw Bigfoot. Did you just look down? Yeah, I saw Bigfoot. <laughs> Brad's got very large feet and calves. But I live. Um, I'm living on this farm now, and and uh, I do get to see lots of animals and stuff, and you know, get back to nature. That's cool. Um, it's, it's, um, you know, it, in all actuality, you just don't know how it's going to go. It looks like it could be really bad, but I can also see that there, there could be a lot of good too. I'm really happy to have on it. I think that, um, yeah. um, there's a, you know, I think there's going to be either, no matter what, I'll say this, there will be, an artistic and spiritual revolution, I think. Yeah. After uh, this, I, regardless I of how it goes. Yeah, for sure. There already has been like the the art and creativity things like Jet Exotic that have come out of this are incredible. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was talking to my I've mom like about three the... songs. I've been practicing. <laughs> Good. My, yeah, my, like... I was talking to my mom about. Um, um shoot um oh yeah churches and how they're doing online and how like i'm sure a lot of because she was like yeah now now you can just see like you have kind of your pick of the litter for like online churches and i was like i bet a lot of pastors are sweating about that i know dude it's like let's just cut the fat you know what i mean that's kind of that is kind of what's happening is just yeah is you know if if you're if you're 
you can't rely on uh, convenience or tradition anymore to like sustain you. It's like now you're actually based on like what you like what you're about. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not good now, then or I don't want to say good, but and I'm I'm not being exclusive to churches and pastors right now, but you know what I'm saying? Like we have, you know, I don't I have choice now more so than I did before. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I I agree. I'm sorry. My uh, my uh, daughter just arrived back. She's trying to show yeah. me. That's fine. We uh, we're stuff. we're we're wrapped up anyway. So, any any final right. words? Um, I don't know. You know, stuff might be cool. Stuff might not. Just do you. Arson. That's cool. Arson. What about it? Are you really about that life, America? Let's ask ourselves, can we tear it down? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think love we you, can. Man. I believe in us. All right, I love you too. Bye. Bye. the comfort of my mother and the weight of the world.